Welcome everyone to the Daily Variety Show. I'm your host, Tyler Daly. And if this is the first time you're joining us, and it probably is, because it's our 13th episode, keep listening because the topics change frequently and the timer is always set at five minutes and things are going to get sidetracked. Today on the show, I'm going to tell you about Alexis and I going to a cat cafe and lunch. After that, I'll tell you my top five anime shows. And then to finish the show, I will tell you my opinion about Tim Tebow signing with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Keep listening to see what spooky things will pop up. Get it? Because it's because it's our 13th episode. Spooky things are out there. Today I'm happy to announce that we've brought our very first sponsor on board. The Daily Business. They're number one in the number two business. They can provide a luxury restroom trailer that is extremely nice for, you guessed it, daily, weekly, or monthly rentals. You can find them online at D-A-Y-L-E-E-B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S dot com. That's their website. Or you can email Austin directly at D-A-Y-L-E-E-B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S at gmail.com for more information on booking this restroom trailer for what you have coming up. I would also like to say... The timer's on. Let's get to it. So, Alexis and I going to the Cat Cafe and lunch. So, we have to go to Claremont florida for this cat cafe and i'll explain what a cat cafe is later but let's just call it cc or you know so i don't have to keep repeating that (laughs) so we have to drive through Kissimmee to get there and alexis was like we'll go to this great steak restaurant that i used to go to all the time and it's great so we'll go and i was like awesome it's on the way so we're driving there we're probably five minutes away from it and I see a sign for Giordano's. And Alexis and I have an inside joke about Giordano's because they're from Chicago. It's pizza. It's supposed to be delicious. So because of a show I watch at Pat McAfee Show, it's about sports and other stuff. And there's a guy on there from Chicago named Zito. And he always says Don Don's. So now I say Don Don's. And so, you know, Say, hey, should we go to Giordano's because it's right there. We should go. And then Alexis was like, well, you don't want to go to the other place? And I was like, no, no, no. Not what I was saying. Just got to put it on our list to go another time. But we did. We did. We could have had the option to go ahead and go to Giordano's. And why that's unfortunate, well, (laughs) that portion starts now. So we finally end up at this steak house or chop house. And we order our food, you know, salads, steak, and baked potatoes. Alexis was like, I'm just going to get the sirloin. And as someone, as you know, who's worked at an Australian-themed steak restaurant, I kind of know, you know, somewhat what steaks are good, what steaks she likes. She said, I'm just going to get a sirloin. And I was like, Alexis, we, on our day off, should be getting something a little bit better than 
you know, the worst steak category. So I talk her up, like, let's get, just get the next one up, you know, it doesn't have to be that, um, you know. So she was like, well, if that's the case, if you're suggesting I go ahead and get the nicer steak, I'm going to get the T-bone because, you know, that's got everything, right? It's got all the good stuff, flavor from the bone, yada, yada, what she was looking for. So salads come out, bread comes out. That's fine. It's all good. Um, Also, rewind back to going into the restaurant. We stood there for an awkward amount of time with no one talking to us, at least four minutes. And if you've ever been to a restaurant and not been talked to for four minutes it's very uncomfortable because there's just everyone at their tables looking at you like oh don't you want to be where we're at and it's like yeah i do want to be where you're at but also later i did not so we finally get greeted say hey wherever you want literally i'm the only person here so i was like okay well that's not ideal if you're the only person here you should have some help but that might have been the first red flag but Anyway, seated, salads, breads, all good. So now our steak comes out, and I, mine was fine. Um, I'll complain about mine after if I have time. But Alexis's, hers was gray, literally gray, which means they left their steak in the fridge for too long, and it went bad because you kind of have a life of like three to five days, but it was probably, you know, like five days at least. So that means they're not selling a lot of steaks or didn't want to throw it away. So, you know, whatever. That's not good um, because they're sending old food out. So we have to wait, you know, the very long time for the man to come back because, again, he's the only one there serving, like, 20 people in the restaurant. Um, It's a lot. So anyways, moving on. He comes by. Hey, what's wrong? So then Alexis is like, yeah, I think I would just like the sirloin instead because that's that, that, that should be good. And... So, you know, should have just not said anything, and she would have gotten the good sirloin that she wanted. The gentleman also brought another baked potato out when, like, their baked potatoes are just, it's a whole baked potato. Like, I can't eat all that. It's just not good. So, back to complaining about my food. I, I ordered prime rib because I like it, and, you know... I ordered medium, obviously the whole thing came out medium rare, which is fine, that's just the, the the hassle you run in when you get prime rib. So normally they serve a horseradish sour cream sauce with it, along with au jus, and it's just like broth water pretty much, but they just gave me sour cream, and there was no no horseradish, so I was just dipping all of my prime rib, and there it is. There you go. That's our loud one. I was just dipping my steak into sour cream. And I got tired of that for a while and then just went to au jus and then steak sauce. So, you know, medium rare. Catch us after the break. Also, link is in the show description.
let's start it back up. As you know, top five anime shows. And sorry if you've heard this before, but I'll give it to you anyways. You haven't heard it. It's just if you know me, I might have told you this. Anyways, starting at the honorable mention category. SpongeBob SquarePants. Because... It's a great, it's a great anime show from back in the day, you know? It's animated. Love it. How many innuendos did we miss as kids? And it's just, it's just good. So, moving down the list, number five, Solar Opposites. And this one's a Hulu exclusive, so catch it there. Um, it has way too many stories going on. And, you know, you kind of can't figure out what's always going on. And then they always just give you new stuff. Um, and I think it's done very well. The animations look great. They have good voice actors. And, you know, a good consistent story throughout. So then, number four, South Park. Unfortunately, I started watching South Park just a few years ago. So I haven't watched the entire backlog and that's on me. But, you know, when do you find time to watch 20-something seasons of, of anime? You know, it's a lot. So, haven't gotten around to it. But the last five seasons or so, I've really enjoyed. Um, again, they really just take shots at everybody in real life, which is just... Not many people feel comfortable doing that. And they're really one of the few people that will do that. And they'll even take shots at themselves through basketball. Um, which I've seen. Look at that. I've seen a movie, Basketball. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's great storytelling, and they're always able to put what's going on into culture in 20 minutes, or, I mean, their pandemic special. Number three, Futurama. I've seen all of Futurama multiple times. Great show, great voice actors. Um, the lady who is one of the voices is actually in the TV show Mom, um, so shout out mom, we're watching the same lady, because she likes that show. <laughs> so, Futurama, it's probably ten seasons if I were to guess, I don't actually know, but, I mean, it's very well done, they have clear, consistent storytelling throughout, you, you, like, know what's going on, and it always makes sense. Um, yeah, number two, Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers is just genuinely one of those great shows, sing-alongs, and, you know, you really figure out their entire family dynamic, and they play their characters so well, because most of that voice actors, you know them from something else, so that's always nice to watch, and, you know, be like, oh yeah, that's that person, they're doing this very well, like Demetri Martin, it's pretty cool. Anyways, last one, number one, Rick and Morty, 20 seconds left. Rick and Morty has four insanely good seasons. Um, I would highly recommend watching it multiple times just to really understand it because there were several times that I had watched it and I didn't get it. And then I just had to keep watching. And shout out Alexis because she made me watch all of it. And it was pretty great. So glad we watched the whole thing. And that's your silent count. So there you go. Catch us after the break for our last segment. Today's show is brought to you in part by Caribou's, an all-new Alaskan-styled restaurant. 
with their upscale booze menu that has all of your new favorite cocktails, as well as mouthwatering crab cakes, wood-fired salmon, or fall-off-the-claw king crab legs. Reserve your family spot for dinner today. Today's fun fact is about the Swiss Army Knife. Fun fact, it is called that in the United States because American soldiers could not pronounce the real name. Offiziersmeis. See? I can't get it. I'm not even an officer. Offiziersmeiser. Nope. Off eats is messer. Offiziersmeiser? I don't know. You look at the pronunciation guide. Did I pronounce it right? Figure it out. For our last segment today, I was going to complain about Tim Tebow and why he was signed to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Because, you know, I get maybe you want to pay, you know, some dude that made you millions of dollars back, you know, Urban. But it, to me, can be seen as a questionable move when you pile in other stuff, you know? So if, for example, another team were to bring in someone who hadn't played in nine years and wanted to move him to a completely different position that he's never played professionally or at the collegiate level or at the high school level. It would seem slightly confusing. And I think that's kind of where I'm at. I just, at what level can this random person who has no experience at the position do well? Especially if, for example, you might have had someone signed for a lot of money and they were like, hey, can we sign my brother or my friend or another, you know, kid I went to school with? You know, that might make the morale of the locker room feel a little bit better, especially when, you know, that's kind of what sports is about, developing that character, you know, loving your brother so when you go out onto the field or the pitch or the court or whatever, you really have a care for them and you would do anything for them, you know. Not that we need to get into three-dimensional coaching, but if you want to look into it, that's kind of what I'm referencing. Um, when you look at some of the you know, most respected teams or um, how do you say like most winningest or like specific seasons, typically they say, you know, I love my coach, I love my teammates, do anything for them, you know, would live for this moment forever. And then you have other teams that are just like, oh, I hate what I'm doing here. And this is just the way that we do it, and you got to deal with it, and when we're going to win. And I, that's not for me. It could be for other people. You know, I want to enjoy what I'm doing. Anyways, back to Tim Tebow. There are 90 spots. And if you extrapolate that math over the 32 teams, you know, that's what, 2,700 people, 2,800 people? That's a lot of football players. So the argument that, you know, you might not be able to find anyone better to do that position. Um, yes, maybe no, because, you know, say there's three tight ends, you know, that's per team, that's 96 people, that's 100 players. 100 to 150 of that out of that 2,700 could be potential people that, you know, could play that position. So with that logic, you're basically saying that definitively he's above those other top 150 tight ends 
Um, you know, tight ends are used for blocking, receiving, a bunch of different things. So you really need someone with a diverse skill set that understands what they're doing, you know, going into it so it doesn't look bad. Um, just my opinion. Other people can say that it's a good move. It'll sell jerseys, sell tickets. Well, then, yeah, why didn't we do that nine years ago when he was actually relevant or just put him, you know, behind Blake Bortles in 2014 or 16 or whenever it was, you know? There's many, many other times on the timeline that would have it would have made more sense. As well as, if you're trying to sell tickets, you're only selling seven games worth of tickets, my guys, because you're shipping Jacksonville to London this year. So how does that make sense if we're really thinking about ticket sales, jersey sales, because you always sell more jerseys at home? And yes, you would have jersey stands, I would imagine, set up in their stadium in England, but wouldn't they also have other NFL stuff or people already fans of other teams, you know, or online, you know? I don't know, but maybe they buy Jacksonville, maybe they don't. Not everyone knows that the people that own Jacksonville own a team in London. So, I don't, you know, I know that. Did you know that? Is that a hidden fun fact? Not really. <laughs> so, I just think that to say that he's a top 150 player at a position at the age of 33 when he has not played professional football in nine years at a different position is asking a lot and putting a lot of expectations on him. And yes, there could be ramifications to the positive, but you could say just as much to the opposite side that there are negative repercussions to him getting, being signed. And there's our medium ring. I'm just going to finish up here real quick because if there was someone better or that would do something more for morale rather than just, you know, helping, you know, an old buddy out, get him a million dollars. You know, that's not ideal. Um, and, you know, there could be someone else that deserves that opportunity more um, than someone who has played minor league baseball and people would argue that he's an elite athlete. And that's fine. You could say he's elite, but he has not been an elite football player since what? 2012 it's 2021 he's going to be 34 33 by the time the season begins most players there are very few of them that make it that long and a lot of them are at the quarterback or kicker position maybe punter but you typically don't have tight ends last that long especially people that took nine-year hiatuses there you go that's the show thanks for listening episode 13 um we're gonna have some stuff on the other side here of stuff upcoming so keep listening and then we'll close out then for tyler's final thought today i wanted to talk to you about what's upcoming so with this being the 13th episode and there's some spooky things afoot <laughs> not really um we're going to announce that our 15th episode will be the last for episode or for season one, and we'll be back for season two a few weeks after that. You know, with different guests, the same guests, new segments, the same segments, and expect a little bit more order, maybe a little bit different of a product. So, you know, the mystery will still stand up until someone finds it out. We will be starting a new mystery for season two, so there will be two running simultaneously if that is what happens. 
Um, and then to again talk about it, if you haven't figured it out, just what are you doing? It's there's been so many questions, and there's there's you know, what what's the time? You know, what 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 are we doing here? All right. So I feel like if you don't have it after that, what am I supposed to do? Just keep bringing it up every once in a while and being like, hey, did you check your information? Did you write it all down? Because I know people that have written it down and figured it out, but actually I don't. I don't know anyone yet. So if you figured it out, dailyvarietyshow@gmail.com, and again, send you the prize pack. You'll be able to start a new mystery that'll replace that one. So then, if we don't have one for season two, then it'll be there. So there you go. Catch you next time. Two more episodes this season. And as we talked about previously, there will be the Daily Variety music show. And so look out for that. That'll be a Spotify exclusive that you'll have to go to specifically to Spotify to listen to just for the music rights and that sort of thing. So just be on the look on that. Um, That'll come out in two weeks. So, yeah. See you next time. Buy your books with cash.